0: Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 663. For comics originally coming out August the 22nd and August the 23rd. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, what all fun stuff do we have going on in the world of comics post-Free Comic Book Day?
1: a little bit of feedback uh good buddy adam says good episode last week one suggestion why don't you do the hot 10 20 count 20, uh countdown style so you can finish with number one and then have kyle try to do a casey Kasim impression to make it more exciting maybe throw in a long distance dedication once in a while
0: <laughs> keep your feet on the ground and keep raging for the stars that's not bad. Yeah. That is that yeah. is not. Thank bad you for not... all those old Transformers episodes, giving me that Casey case. What was he again? He was in Transformers. I can't remember what he was, but he was. I think most of like the humans.
1: Really? Yeah. Did
0: I know? Th- did I know that? Probably
1: not. I didn't. I didn't realize. I did not <laughs> realize. Aaron. Um, Miller says he got his, he got his first, he read his first Moon Knight book with the Moon Knight number one that just came out and really enjoyed it. He hasn't read number two yet and wanted to know if this was a good representation of the character and where he should look next for the best arc or run. Uh, Is it a good representation of the character? Uh, Issue one is, I think. Uh, Yeah, it's a pretty good representation of the character. And next, I would just go backwards one i would go back to the max bemis run as the next one and then go to the left, jeff lemire before that and read that one and then warren ellis one before that um because when you get back to the bendis the bendis run is a little weird uh the the houston run is i can barely remember that one um there's a couple mini series in there before that and then um the two big 80s ones uh the original one the original series that ran uh, 38 issues and then the um the mark specter moon knight which ran like 60. um so those are those are from the 80s so you know it, depending on how you liked 80s t- type of storytelling you know your mileage may vary on that but i'd say just go back to max bendis the run that just finished if you haven't um, if you haven't read any Moon Knight, and this is your first Moon Knight, and you want to read more, yeah, the Max Bamos run is pretty fun. And then I like Jeff Lemire's before that um, a lot, too. So that'd, that'd be my recommendation. Kyle, how, how much Moon Knight have you ever read?
0: Very, very little. Just most of the recent stuff. Just yeah. in. just just enough to, to enjoy uh, a few series with you, but I don't know. But I do want you to go through the different series and give me, like, a rating from one to five uh, on how crazy he is during each of these runs because uh, you talked yeah. about some just absolutely bonkers stuff in some of the earlier yeah. stuff. So I,
1: I think he's the craziest during the Bendis run, mm-hmm. and they kind of lean into that. Um, I, I I don't really remember the Houston run that well, uh, so I can't tell you about that. Um, and then I like I think the. Yeah, I think Lemire touched on it a little bit, and Bemis touched on it a little bit, but I think by far the Bendis run had him had him crazy, the craziest, and and then this little um, crossover in the Avengers where he was um, that was kind of weird. That was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to ruin that if you haven't read that arc. That's like six issues, and that's that's an odd that's an odd run. As well, so yeah, yeah. It, it's people just take Moon Knight and they kind of do what they want with him sometimes, and sometimes it's
0: fun, and sometimes it's just just out there. He is nothing if not a big old piece of clay to play with. Yes, yes. So there's 200 plus issues
1: of um, of Moon Knight plus all his appearances in various uh, other comics. Uh, throughout the years so you can find plenty to read if you if you dig the character Um, so definitely definitely check that out all right let's uh let's head over to uh, our see what the top 20 has to offer us from our good
0: friends over at cover price but before we do that i have one more piece of, of of letter coming in from our good friend jason in hawaii who wanted to say, uh, just wanted to say mahalo, or thank you in Hawaiian, to Drew for all of his hard work behind the scenes on these interview episodes. I know Drew spends time editing, cleaning up the sound, writing the promos, working with Jason, he says me, on release dates and other unexpected stuff that pops up. Again, Drew, thank you for all your hard time and hard work. And also, he wanted to say a big mahalo to David, Hannah, and Pamela of Superfan Promotions for working with him on arranging these interviews with these different creators and a big thank you to you and i of course uh at comics for fun and profit for everything so he just wanted to send that special shout out to you drew for all the hard work you've done on these and all the uh, the behind the scenes yeah. work and stuff like that and uh, he just wanted to make sure that uh, you got uh, your kudos yeah. on that kind of thing he didn't want to suck up all the fame as the interview on that so uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a good letter from our good friend jason on that and we we appreciate him so much for all the work he's doing too Oh yeah, his. I, I just finished his
1: um, Ed Pisker interview, and man, that was great. That was great. It it sent me down uh, over to Ed Pisker and Jim Rugg and um, Tom Chioli's uh, YouTube channel and podcast that they have uh, with Cartoonist Cafe Bay, I believe it's called. And oh man, it's freaking great and they they like, re- he's a cool dude anyway, uh, Pisker is, and great com- great uh, comic creator, but, and I, I love listening to the whole interview, but when I got on, on his YouTube channel, man, they just really, really dig comics, and the history of comics, and uh, you can just tell that they, these guys are, they're legit comic lovers, and, uh. It, it, so it's worth checking out for sure. But yeah, we I I love that uh, Jason digs and finds these cool things to uh, ask these creators about and find and when he interviews them, it, it's really um, it's really been awesome to to listen to uh, these creators talk about their work and and then Jason always finds some kind of nugget from their past that he digs up and uh, it's it's really fun and so Jason's incredibly kind and. The, the, the nicest guy in comics, so uh, we appreciate everything he does for us, and and check out those
0: interviews, man. They're awesome. Absolutely. Just one of the additional things we're doing, other than these little sneak peeks at next week. There's been some cool interview series and some cool other stuff uh, that we've been offering as well. But like you said before, we're going to head on over to Cover Price, and we're going to start with our top 10 items from CoverPrice.com, and at rank 10, we're going to start with the Stray Dogs Free Comic Book Day, a uh, book that just came out last Saturday, Drew.
1: Fantastic.
0: Uh, yeah, this po- past weekend was Free Comic Book Day, and one of the top books fans were out looking for was Stray Dogs Number 1, with additional material included in the Free Comic Book Day. This issue, amongst others, was one of the first free books to disappear and push fans online if you missed out and weren't able to get them. So this free book moved 28 additional copies on the internet, uh, people paying uh, $16 for a raw. Uh, there was also uh, the comic book Jason Goes to Hell exclusive, which was moving from 40 to $70 uh, online.
1: When did we start doing um, uh,
0: exclusive variants for free comic book day books? Yeah, that's what I was looking at. And Virgin variants, yeah. On free comic book, when did we start doing that? We, uh, the industry, will always find a way to push different things, and even with our free books or quote unquote Jesus. free books, yep, uh. your trades aren't safe, your annuals aren't safe, and neither are your free books. Man,
1: that's crazy. All right.
0: <laughs> At rank nine, we have Superman number four, nineteen from nineteen eighty-six. Idris Elba's role as Bloodsport is still moving copies as fans finally catch up watching the new Suicide Squad. Many fans have expressed interest in this one, seeing Bloodsport taking down Superman. We'll see. This was enough to move 42 copies on the secondary market then a high sale of 280 for a CGC 9.8. Huh. Yeah. At rank 8, Spider-Man Unlimited, number one from 1993, another holder from last week is the first appearance of Shriek. She managed to hold her stake uh, in last week's Hot Comics moving 46 on the secondary market and a CGC 9.8 going for over $200 for $229. Of course our boy James Tinian continues his rank at 7 with Nice House on the Lake number 1. A CGC 9.8 already fetching $175. Uh, Talked earlier about Moon Knight, and of course, Moon Knight 13 from the 1981 series. This issue features the first fight between Moon Knight and Daredevil. This one might be mostly wishful thinking, but fans are hoping to see this kind of on screen battle between the two fan favorite Marvel characters. Enough to move 28 copies on the secondary market and get $60 for a CGC 9.2. Has there been a leak or something that casting or something that where they think that daredevil's going to be in this i'm not real sure on that one but hopefully hopefully Moon Knight needs a lawyer and we know where we can find one <laughs> yeah there we go. There go at rank five we have exiles number three a marvel book from 2018 despite never being called captain america or captain britain super soldier peggy carter chose to go by captain carter However, due to very close comparisons, this issue had a ton of heat, and this week moved 50 copies online, and it had a high sale of $525 for a CGC 9.8. Are you uh, watching the What If series? No, but I guess this is what it's out of, oh. spinning out of. Yeah, but I, I know you and your uh, your difficulty with anything that's been animated in, in, uh, in movies. Well
1: i I'm go- I've I've got a support group. I've been going to meetings. Yeah, I, I did watch Invincible, there so I think I think I'm getting over this phobia. I'm going to stand t- try up and to say, "Hello, my name
0: is Drew, and I've never watched Batman the animated <laughs> series."
1: <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, a lot of neat stuff coming out. Uh, tons of memes about Giant Peggy Carter. So at the very least, it's been it's been great for the internet stuff.
1: I'll, I'll definitely check that out. It's uh, HBO Max.
0: Mm. Oh, is that what that is? Or Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yep. At rank four, we have Noctara number one from Image Comics. Recently, Bleeding Cool hinted that I would advise comic book speculators to get ahead of the game here on this one. Well, they listened, and that was enough to spike. Uh, and some of the run, some of the other sites also ran with this rumor. Forty-nine copies on the secondary market. for a CGC 9.8. Kind of low. Just the beginning of the speculation market on this one, I'm guessing. Yeah, I guess so. At rank three, Batman Urban Legends number six. This is going to be here twice on this one. We're talking about the uh, Ejukiri variant. One of the top books this week is one that's being discussed everywhere online in this issue one of the top stories explores tim drake's sexuality while there's no big reveal in an obvious way the issue does mention tim having been on a date with a boy that he's trying to save as robin and spends the rest of the story exploring his feelings the story ends with him agreeing to go on another date with this same boy the story sets the tables for the story to continue in Urban Legends number 10. This news sent fans rushing to eBay to pick up a copy of any of the covers including the A and this other cover helping this variant move 52 copies in the secondary market and $36 for a Raw. We have that... Okay, so Urban Legends 6 is actually rank 1, 2, and 3. That's crazy. For cover price. So at rank 2 uh, we have the Anacledo variant. 35 copies online, you know, high sales of $36 for that same raw. And the, uh, the, the big winner was the cover A with 176 copies moving on the <laughs> secondary market. A new record that sold more than Star Wars High Republic number 1 on the secondary market and had a high raw sale of $103. Wow, that's amazing. So, when you hear Kyle say things like cover A, cover A, cover A, <laughs> this, this is, why. is a, a little bit of reinforcement of that. But any <laughs> version of that Batman Urban Legends number six was both the A, B, and C. So between the 176 copies of A and it looks like the 87 copies of B and C or the other two variants on it, that's over 250 copies on the secondary market of Batman Urban Legends number six in just the last week.
1: That's uh, pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: At rank 11, we have Peacemaker number one from 1987. Uh, DC is obviously investing in Peacemaker, giving the character his own HBO series. It's clear that John Cena enjoyed playing the role and it shows on screen. This issue marks the first appearance of Peacemaker's father, Wolfgang Schmidt, who's also rumored to be in the HBO series. Uh, this sold 36 copies and had a high raw sale of $50. I rank 12. We have Defenders number 1, the George Perez Hidden Gem, 1 in 25 from 2021. Uh, This recent issue features a new Defenders team consisting of Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, Red Harpy, the Masked Raider, and Cloud. It also features the first cameo appearance of Omnimax and the first full appearance of Taya, the mother of Galactus. Taya's appearance appears to be the key driver... (laughs) of recent sales which helped sell 33 copies and a high sale of 30 dollars for a raw copy i rank 13 we have the special edition marvel edition number 15 (laughs) Uh, redundancy redundant uh this week the shang chi premiere took place with mostly positive reviews leading into this film collectors are still picking up copies of his first appearance as marvel weaves shang chi into the mcu his first uh, issue sold 17 copies and had a high sale of $2,251 for a cgc 94 uh, 4 Yeah, uh, so from 1973. Nice. Yeah. I rank 14, we have Spawn, number one, from 92. Yeah, still. Sold 27 more copies, and now it's back up to almost $300 for a CGC-9-8. At rank 15, we have The Defenders, number one again. Um, with, uh, this is the Peach Momoko one in 50 and it sold, uh, thir- 26 copies and at a high sale of $139 for a raw, not bad for a raw.
0: Not bad for one in 50.
1: Uh, and, uh, rank 16, we have Tales of Suspense number 77 from 1966. Uh, this is Peggy Carter, uh, again, so... The what-if Spike renewed interest in her first appearances, sold 19 copies, and had a high sale of $179 for a fine, very fine, uh, raw copy. At rank 17, we have Iron Man number 120 from 1979. This is the first appearance of Justin Hammer. Suddenly finds his way on the list this week. There's some speculation we'll see this character again in the MCU. This sold 19 copies and had a high sale of 100 bucks for a very good raw copy. Oh wow! Uh, rank 18, we have Ghost Rider number one from 1990. Uh, this is a 90s classic Ghost Rider featuring the first appearance of Danny Ketch and also the villain Death Watch. It's trending due to the rumors of Danny Ketch and the Midnight Suns project. It sold 24 copies and had a high sale of 535 dollars for a CGC 98. At rank 19, we have Ghost Rider 28, same reason, uh, sold 20 copies, had a high sale of $99 for CGC98. And rounding out the top 20, we have Moon Knight number 13, the newsstand, uh, which was also the Moon Knight and Daredevil meeting. This one sold uh, just 11 copies and had a high sale of 60 bucks for a raw copy. Interesting.
0: Very cool. Let's slide over and do that FOC. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last ability to add a few things to our comic book order before things come out. Just uh, maybe we see some art or we see some trends in uh, the secondary market that make us want to jump on a few things. It's nice to have one last bite of the apple on these items. So normally we have uh, things that are due here by Sunday and Monday that'll be releasing. Looks like most of this stuff comes out September the 14th and 15th um, on these books. But we have a chance to add a few things, so let's crawl through that and see if we can find some additional things. Uh, we do not have our top, say, uh, top few items from Eric, so, Drew, it's up to just you and I to figure out what's going on in this FOC.
1: Yeah, how's he, what does he think he's doing going on vacation? That's, what, that's Only you get to do that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we have Batman 89 number 2 I don't know if you got a chance to read that first issue of Batman 89 uh, um, you were what like 8-9 years old when that came out Correct. something like that um, so I got to see it in the theater I, I, I dug that movie and this this first issue really kind of um, uh, captured that what was going on in the movie so I dug okay. it I, I hope this uh, does well enough that they think, hey, we should probably revisit this world
0: again in like a movie or something. That'd be sweet. <laughs> Very nice. I'd like to see that. We have also I Am Batman, number one. And we have a cover A by Olivia Coipel, Greg Capullo on the B cover, uh, Francisco Matina on the C, and then we have an incentive variant with Del Auto, and then we have a one in top, 25 as well. So we get all kinds of... Mm-hmm. Of covers for this. I am Batman number one. Yes. Looks pretty good.
1: We also have a Deathstroke Incorporated number one.
0: Same thing with that. An A, B, and a C cover. Uh, We have a D. Which is an incentive variant for your different shops. And then a 1 in 25 on that as well. So some really cool. Yeah. Covers there. I like it. We got the older uh, Deathstroke on a lot of these covers. So that's pretty cool.
1: Uh, Harley Quinn debuts with, uh, the Eat, Bang, Kill tour. All right. It's coming out of the an animated series, so all, all bets are off.
0: Is this the one that's, uh, quite racy or? Yes, yes. which is this all ages? It looks all agey. Well, the, the
1: HBO series is mm-hmm. R-rated, so. yes. I don't know. Is DC going to put that out? I don't. They shouldn't, should they? They should protect their brand, right? I would think. Age 17 Maybe. plus on this. Oh, there you go. There you go. We got the 7th issue of uh, The Joker and a 1 in 25 James Stokoe variant, which is like a tarot card. Really cool. Uh, I like that cool. a lot. But the Simone Bianchi is pretty nice too. They're all pretty
0: nice. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Titans United, number one of that seven-issue series from DC. Uh, actually, that's a really nice cover A. Jamal Campbell. Uh, we've got Nightwing on the cover B on that one, better than a majority of Nightwing covers we've been seeing lately. So that's neat. And and, and there's the cover C.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, I got gotcha. you that is pretty nice mm-hmm. anything from uh... the vault
0: scout Scout. no nothing that piques my interest right off the bat from scout
1: not seeing anything from dark horse
0: and that puts us down into the idw's I gotta check out a Godzilla versus Mothra cover real quick and see what that looks like. Hmm, interesting.
1: Um, from uh, image we have Primordial Number One. We talked about this a little bit. I think during the uh, pre-order cycle. This is Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. Um, Cold War thriller. Six-issue miniseries. Same team as uh, Gideon Falls. And it's got a ton of covers. Gotcha.
0: We also, in IDW, uh, we talked about some of these. We have Star Wars High Republic uh, Adventures, the Monster Temple Peak. That is a four-issue series that we're on issue two of. Um, again, we're getting a lot of first appearances in even some of these IDW High Republic series, so don't miss those.
1: oh yeah 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 i didn't because well, it said sw it was like yeah, I, it? yeah exactly i glossed right over
0: it three issues of walking dead 23 and you were telling the uh walking dead the final season starting off or what was it
1: yeah sunday it launched uh, with the first first episode of the beginning of the end trilogy uh mm-hmm. they are they're breaking the final season into three parts. Um, I think, I think eight, eight, and eight maybe. Um, That's awesome. And so, they're doing um, those those first eight right now, and we're getting introduced to the Commonwealth a little bit. We're not quite there yet, but we're uh, we're meeting like some of the Commonwealth Commonwealth people, and uh, and then they they've already kind of shifted some things from the comic, you know, that because the certain characters are no longer there Mm -hmm. to do what they did in the comics. So they have to change some things around and it's interesting. Some of the choices they're making and they're in and what, but what bothered me is they introduced new characters. Cause there's like all these people that Maggie brought with her and I'm like, why are you introducing new characters in the final season just to kill them off? Because I, mm-hmm. we don't. I don't want to. I'm not going to care about any of these people. Just focus on the ones you have. You have way too many characters. Why would you do this? So unless they, unless they just, just want to kill them. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, odds we get princess. Oh yeah, she's already she's been oh, she's on. Right. Yeah, she's been she's been on for a
0: season already. So, uh, so as yeah. you can tell, I'm a couple seasons behind. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. You need to catch up. You need to catch Which up before it to.
0: ends. I was going to say I'd like to be able to watch these as they come out.
1: Yeah, and, and there's some draggy moments, so you'll want to keep your finger on the the jump ahead button so you can get through some of the boring parts. But mm-hmm. overall, you, you got to finish it up. Hundred percent. I'm looking at Marvel at some of this stuff uh, Carnage Agony, another one of the Carnage uh, spinoff dudes
0: I don't care about that We have Black Widow 11 available here as an FOC item um, is that, That's the Adam Hughes Adam Hughes is doing the cover 8 of that and did you say Calabunga has an exclusive version of that? Yeah, did he is it down low or did it,
1: is it not on? It's the on? very
0: first item in Marvel and I don't see the Cowabunga version anywhere.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we have there's a, there is an exclusive um Cowabunga exclusive Adam Hughes cover. Uh, what is the what does the cover that's listed in here look like? I'll have to get down there. No, <laughs> no, you can't tell me. I do. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's not working for me either. Um, but yeah, so you, it's the it, you have to go to the shop Calabunga site to get to get that pre-ordered. Um, but it's a beautiful cover. I I really dig it. It's a beautiful Adam Hughes cover. There you go. Not much in Marvel, really. Mm-mm. It looks like all the trades are through Penguin Random House. And we've got a couple more. When are these books coming out? So these these the regular floppies are coming out in September. So we got a couple more weeks of this, and then it all switches over to Penguin Random House, I That's think.
0: That's it. I believe so. Going to be interesting to see how that...
1: Is it going to be seamless?
0: Or is there going to be hiccups? There will be no hiccups. It will work just like that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes. They're offering
1: our um, our Hawkeye, uh, Aha, Fraction Run.
0: Ah, oh, very cool.
1: Yeah, they're offering that again. Not too bad. Was it twenty five bucks? All twenty two well, issues plus the annual and our Young Avengers presents number six.
0: Alright, that was one of our secret specs for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, Drew, here we have Star Wars Bounty Hunters Boosh. B O U S H H number one. Do you know who Boosh is? No. Boosh is the bounty hunter who Princess Leia donned his armor into Jabba's Hut's palace when she threatened to blow everybody up when she brought in uh, Chewbacca. So we get the. Uh, the backstory on that.
1: What what movie is this?
0: <laughs> Jedi. Okay. Uh, if you click on uh, the number one A, you'll recognize that main character in the middle.
1: Okay, I, yeah, okay, I recognize that. There you go. My my brain is mush. <laughs> <laughs> Anything interesting going to happen in this final web of Spider-Man? Are we going to get anything with... the?
0: We got uh, our first appearance of our boy, and I think that was all we cared about on it. They made that splash. That was unless it. They, unless they kill him off in this fifth <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah.
1: Berserker number five It's going to sell a bazillion copies. Mm-hmm eat the rich goes back to it for a second printing from boom
0: we still don't have the art on that one boo
1: uh, we're going to do another firefly series this time at eight dollars there you go <laughs> an issue Ugh. seems a little, a little pricey Ugh. for a firefly but may- maybe it's a double sized i don't know that's crazy ah,
0: that's a tough sell We have Maul, number one, from Boom Studios.
1: Yeah, from uh, Jude Ellison S. Doyle and A.L. Kaplan. Looks like a pretty good one. Yeah.
0: Never heard of them, but... I am unaware of myself, so maybe something I'll have to check into and see. The cover B is very interesting looking. The cover A did not sell me, but I do like that B.
1: We got the Vampiverse from Dynamite. So, if you are excited about the Vampiverse, it's uh, looks like a lot of their vampire-ish. What's the Vamparella,
0: right? Looks mm-hmm. like vamp. Looks like Vamparella. So, <laughs> I'm sure it's something in that world. And we got Adam Hughes on cover A there.
1: Man, this might be uh, an easy skip uh, FOC for me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that I need any of this stuff. There you go. Some of the DC stuff's tempting. Yeah. Uh, pretty covers, but I don't know. Kind of weak. There you go.
0: A weak week, as we say. A weak week. Well, let's slide over to Hot 10 and see if we can spice things up. All right, and speaking of spikes, things up. Let's start at rank ten as we head over to comicbookinvest.com and check out what our friends there say are the hottest ten books on the secondary market this past week. So you're
1: gonna at- start at you're gonna start at ten, go oh, to oh one, yeah. and then come back down for the honorable mentions. Are you, you gonna got start it. with the? Or are you gonna start with the honorable mentions?
0: No, no. I'll, probably, I'll do the thing like they do in all of the weird Facebook videos where I do 10 through 2, and then I'll do the two my honorable mentions, and then I hit one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> At rank number 10, black cat number 9 no, from <laughs> 2021. The 1 in 25 slash 1 in 100 variant. Not selling quite as well as the Bermuda from above, but 40 and 150 is not too bad. This one may be one of those covers that people look for two to three years from now and have a hard time finding it. So, very cool uh, black cat cover there. Here's the Bermuda we talked about at rank nine. Bermuda number two, we have a J. Scott Campbell, one in 25, and then one in 50 variant. I believe you know one in 25 being regular and one in 50 being the virgin version of them. Each is selling for two times the ratio, at $50 for the one in $25 and $100 for the one in $50. do not know much about the book, but boy do we like that cover. Huh. That is very nice. Yeah. At rank 8, we have Count Draco, Knuckle Duster number 1, the VHS cover variant. Scout has been doing these on all of their Black Caravan titles, and they continue to sell very well. This one is doing better than most and is selling for around $50, and it is a cool-looking cover. I love the little Be Kind Rewind sticker on the front of it. At rank 7, we have Iron Heart number 1. Sorry, folks, for all the Riri Williams we're going to get into here, but Feige saying that Riri would be in Black Panther 2 is very significant news, not just because she shows up, but because this indicates that she will play a significant role in the future plans. Really hoping that none of anybody was caught off guard by this because we've been talking about it for a while anyways this odd cover of her first solo series is seeing significant action as 9.8's are up to $300 and raw copies are above 60 to
1: 75
0: I I, I don't get it I don't either at rank 6 we have King Spawn number 1, the Todd McFarlane 1 in 250 signed variant limited to 1697 copies. Oh over, yeah. Yep, over $700. Let's look at that print run again, folks. 1697. This would not even be in the top 20 of the rarest spawn books, right? Maybe the top 50. Why are people paying this kind of money for this? On a side note, it is not a smart idea for a retailer to post a hundred of these and then brag to their customers that they should have bought them at a lower price a month ago. That is a bad look and a bad business move. Posting that you have a lot of copies is a total different scenario than shaming the people you're trying to sell them to. Well, we've discussed this a lot. There's some crappy <laughs> shop owners out there. There are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at rank 5 we have Passive Aggressive number 1 The Passive Cover This is written by Matt Canton, David Latham It's, between, it's valued at between 70 and 90 This is another Bad Idea Productions um, I will give it to Dinesh He is definitely not a follower The variant guts of this book It's very interesting But we'll see if these prices stick Don't know much about that one at No I don't two, either we have Invincible Iron Man number 7, the third printing the third printing of this book has raw copies up above $80 and nine point eights are now $325 i have said it a thousand times number 7 is the play and the one you want number 9 is Fool's Gold and this book confirms it Marvel, Marvel states right on the cover which book is Riri's, Riri's first appearance and this third printing says it Amazingly, they don't say the same thing on number 9 in later subsequent printings. We finally get the answer from a publishing company that we want, and then someone manipulates the market to think that number 9 is more important. At rank 3, Miles Morales Spider-Man Annual Number 1, the Tony Flex 1 in 25 variant, and that's uh, an awesome looking cover. We over $125. It's a good looking variant for sure. Remember when a hot 1 in 25 sold for only $50 or $60 the week of release? That's crazy. It's a great cover. I love it. It is. At rank 2, we have Defenders number 1, the Peach Momoko 1 in 50. Um, 250 to 275 Wow, we did not see this one escalating like this. Nor did we see it reaching this price point. I just don't get it. (laughs) And at rank number one, we have the aforementioned Ironheart number nine. It was between 20 and 25. Now it is 125 to 150. Is this really happening? Shuri and Riri meet, and apparently will do so in Black Panther 2. Does that really warrant the the price that this thing is getting? If it does, then what will happen to Shuri number six when she meets Miles Morales? Is this the new trend? First meetings? Yeah, that seems pretty whack. Yeah, but it's the one that's moving. And now that we've gone through our top ten, let's talk about our honorable mentions. Our honorable mention number one, Darth Vader number one from the 2017 line, the Mark Brooks 1 in 50 variant. Uh, Giuseppe Common Coley being the internal art, but Mark Brooks being this awesome variant here. A 9.08 sold for almost $700, more than double what the last one sold for. Uh, This one isn't super rare, but definitely has not got a high supply out there, and it is one of the better covers. And the other honorable mention, Prize Comics number 55. It's an old, old, old one there, another 10-center. So glad to see this Promise collection book coming to light. A nine point x, nine point six sold this week for eight thousand four hundred dollars. You know about the? Um,
1: do you what know about it? the Promise? Did I tell you about the Promise collection, or do you know about? Uh uh-uh. uh I did not. While you were on your sabbaticals, and uh-huh. witness pr- witness protection and yes. whistle whistleblower status, whatever was happening <laughs> to you. Um,
0: <coughs>
1: Mike was on Mike um, Mike Myers and uh he was telling us about the promise collection and it was these two brothers that um one brother collected com- comics and when he died his other bro he, he made his other brother promise that if something happened to him that he would take care of his comics mm-hmm. and and he promised him that he would that he would take care of his comics if anything happened to him and the guy died and so he had to take care of his comic collection and did so for decades and decades and i think until he died and then the, these are these comics and they're all they're all uh, incredibly pristine and old and uh some beauties like these things in them so it's it's a really cool story um uh, mike Told me a little more eloquently than I just told you, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's really interesting. So, love to see these things come to light. That you know, I've never seen this book before in my life. So
0: yep. I, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and there are only three copies of Prize Comics number fifty-five on the census. Only three. That is a very rare book.
1: Is that the uh, CGC census?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. all for the hot time, Drew. I think it's time to talk sneak peek.
1: Yeah, man. Let's get over there and find some good gold and uh, what's coming out
0: in DC this week. That's right. Head on over to LunarDistributions.com, find August the 24th, and let's see uh, what DC has in store for us.
1: Boy, Lee Bermejo sure has a style on these B-covers.
0: hmm.
1: Very grim and gritty, Batman. Yep.
0: Derek Chu, we loved that during the FSC, remember? Yeah, definitely. Um, but that cover C with King Shark on the front might pop as well. Right, right, that's right. Did you
1: get around to Suicide Squad yet?
0: Not yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I need to do that because I really want to see it. I've heard good things.
1: Yeah, carve out some time, man. It's good.
0: Yeah. You liked it? Yeah, yeah, I want to watch it again. Superman versus Lobo number 1 Yeah, I'm curious about that one.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it'll be good or just whack. <laughs> Superman 78. I hope that that's good. I wasn't the biggest Superman fan as I was a Batman fan when those movie, that movie mm-hmm. came out, so uh I'm not a super fan of of Superman. <laughs> but uh we'll see. Very cool. Are these, um, all these Superman versus Lobos, they're
0: square bound or just oversized? They look square bound based on the aspect ratio of them.
1: Magazine size, maybe? I don't know. Mm.
0: They're $7, so I would assume they're black. Yeah, that's the black label style, so that's the...
1: Just oversized. Yep. Not square mount. Correct. All right, let's slide on over to uh, Image then. Yeah. Any Department of Truths
0: going to pop this week? Not as much. I'm, I'm not very happy I missed that Nirvana cover on those. That is a cool-looking cover. I don't know if I wasn't clicking very much or what was going on in my head on those.
1: Where do you see that?
0: I saw it on the, online. We missed. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, it's like a 1 in 25 or something? Uh,
0: I can't even remember. I just saw it and said, crap.
1: Ice Cream Man is doing four covers for its 25th issue. No,
0: five. I was going to say five because there's that wraparound. Holy moly. Each one creepier than the next. Yeah, I think the wraparound was the one I popped for. Yeah. And then we can't forget Echo Lands number one by J.H. Williams and Dave Stewart.
1: I glossed right over it.
0: Yeah. It's a landscape format mythic fiction epic. Yeah, we'll see how that does. Yeah.
1: What was the last one that was? That was um, landscape.
0: Private Eye, and then something else. I can't remember what else. So it was, was. A, yeah. It was a couple of BKVs that were landscape, yeah. right? Yeah, he yeah. did a few of those. Those are the ones that pop in my mind at least. Yeah, he did that one about where the was like half Spanish. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs>
1: Spawn, a lot of covers. It's going to blow Jeez. up. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's, it's going to be big. I guess uh, the first issue of Mother of Madness was one of the top sellers
0: of July, according oh, to
1: Comicron. Wow. That yeah. Popped good
0: for image. It's only a three issue series, so I imagine most people already pre ordered it before anything, too. Yeah, exactly. Down in the Dark Horse.
1: (laughs) What is Bacon and Other Monstrous Tales? It's a twenty dollar hardcover, that's what that is. It's say. That's a cool Eastman cover on that T M N T ongoing one twenty. It really is.
0: And this Transformer Shattered Glass is a neat looking series as well.
1: Trying to think, I'm down in Marvel. I'm trying to mm-hmm. re- remember, Amazing Fantasy.
0: Pretty sure I liked it, <laughs> but I'm not 100. It's kind of hazy. Yeah, I really like this Amazing Spider-Man 72, the yuck Lee A A P I H variant with a silk on the front. Oh it's, man, it's a super great cover, and I love it. That one's awesome. Was that just a B? I believe so. It was odd because, you know, they put that on the spider They put through Silk on the Spider-Man for that one. They mixed quite a few things up with different characters for those uh, AAPIH covers. Oh, is
1: that uh, Asian and Pacific Islander? Correct. Uh, cool. There's Black Widow 10. Games variants pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Cable Reloaded. Is this a probably Liefeld, Liefeld
0: book? I see all kinds of pouches on that and that is pretty really cool. He got to do the cover. Yeah. That seems right.
1: That seems fair. <laughs> Dark Hawk number one. I don't another kn- book. I don't know much about that
0: character. I don't think I need to read his comic. It's only five issues. Gotta check it out.
1: Nah, no, I don't think I do. You can let me know. <laughs> I will. Also, don't need to check out Extreme Carnage Riot. You can let me know if that's good, too.
0: Spider-Man Life Story Annual, number one.
1: I am kind of curious about that one. Revisiting that again. But it, yeah. it's all J. Jonah Jameson. I don't know if I can stomach an entire J. Jonah Jameson
0: Zadarski and Bailey. Or and uh Bagley. Bagley, sorry, I don't know why I said Bailey. This
1: nonstop Spider-Man seems delayed. Seems like it's been a long time since we've had
0: one of those. It's very possible. You still reading Doctor Afra? Just the stuff that's crossing over for the uh oh. bounty hunters.
1: I like the wanted poster concept. They could do that a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. We could have fun with that. Winter guard. What is Winter Guard? oh okay I was going to say
0: that's, that's yeah Coming White Widow, Black and Widow Widow and red yeah okay red
1: I think I asked the same question during FOC
0: <laughs> Dark Blood number one getting a third print so that's pretty cool from Boom did
1: I miss Boom?
0: Uh, it's right after Dynamite which is right after Marvel
1: oh you skipped Dynamite okay
0: I yeah I kind of I went through it but nothing piqued my interest sorry. Gotcha. Something is killing the children nineteen probably the most tame cover of something of is killing the children of yeah. I've ever seen.
1: And just one cover.
0: And just the one cover exactly.
1: Yeah. I- but they probably have a lot of exclusives with different mm-hmm. stores like Kawabunga. The Scouts Scoot imprint gives us Action Tank Number One for a dollar ninety nine. Ooh, good job, good job, Scoot. <laughs> barbaric number three doesn't want to show us any of the covers no A we got A here we go I don't remember Blue Flame at all from Vault hmm I missed that one just must have just went under my radar Cassidy's Secret number one from Clover Press I don't know what that's about they um they don't have a cover image yet um it's Charles Holland and Antonio Fuzo hmm it's the the writer and executive producer of Black the Black Lightning Show
0: okay Gotcha.
1: But somebody must still be working on that. <laughs> still working on the cover as of.
0: Wait a minute! It's. It's coming out Wednesday. You really got to get that. <laughs> from Scout Comics, we have Life Formed Number One from Matt Mayer Lowry. Looks a little all agey, but could be cool. Which one was that? Life formed. Let's count comics down in there other stuff.
1: Oh, okay. Gung ho Anger number four is out. This Horizon Zero Dawn, we're not
0: doing a bunch of
1: Peach Momoko stuff
0: with, right? Doesn't look like it. We're doing some other, a few other things, including the video game covers and everything. So interesting there.
1: Knights of the Golden Suns is on issue thirteen. I've, I haven't checked back in on that for a long, long time.
0: Same thing with American Mythology Productions' Techno Freak number one of a three-issue series. We still don't have a cover on that either, and we're almost out of time. We have the, oh wait, we have one of the covers. I'm sorry, we don't have the B, we have the A.
1: We've got Stud and Blood, and the Blood Blade from Comics Experience, that first issue. And we have Suicide Jockeys from Source Point Press. With a um, Roadhouse cover. Oh, Oh,
0: that is a cool Roadhouse cover. I like that. Yeah. Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I think we've dug through everything we can find and it's time for our pick of the week. What is the one book to make sure you grab up, put in a bag and board, because it's going to be on the Hot 10 coming soon? What do you have for me?
1: Hmm...
0: Do so I go super obscure with the Suicide Jockeys. Yes. Or I'm going to steal Echo Land's number one from Image from you.
1: <laughs> you can do that. You can do that. I'll take I'll take Suicide Jockeys then.
0: There you go. The, well, the we cover, th- cover B. I was going. That was just about to ask A or B on that one. So, the cover B. We thank you so much for joining Drew as myself as we dig through our sneak peek at next week and we find these. I think that was the, that's going to be the last release window in August. Oh my goodness, August is over. Next time we talk about a sneak peek, it'll be for September books almost. Well, the DC will be the last of August and then September books for the Wednesday release stuff. So that's crazy. But we thank you guys for tagging along with us for Drew and for myself. See ya.